Welcome to the Space for Magic podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to receiving all the gifts the universe has for us. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. Using a blend of common sense, brain science, and just a dash of magic, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. And OMG, if you listened to last week's podcast episode on the day that it dropped, you must have been amazed like I was of what the topic was and then what was happening, at least in the States. It's fascinating. So last week I talked about the, I had my guest on Julianne and we were talking about the power of numbers and specifically that we were in a five year. Now, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, when I calculated what number year we were going to be in the following year, and I saw that it was a five year, I knew I wanted to have someone on that could talk about that in detail. I follow numerology as a, um, you know, a dabbler, but I don't consider myself an expert. That being said, I know that five is all about change and my soul was craving change. So when I saw that it was a five year, I got really excited and, you know, reached out to a couple of friends for recommendations. And Julianne was someone that was referred to me or I was referred to her. And so we had a great conversation about what this means and the timeline skipping and, and all of that. And if you haven't listened to that one after we're done here, go back and listen, but don't leave me yet because I'm going to tell you about something really cool that's going to help you this year. Anyway, I had started reaching out for someone. And at first, my first couple of outreaches weren't getting me anywhere. But I knew, I knew, knew, knew that the first episode of the year had to be about this number five and numerology in general. I don't know why I knew that, but I could feel it in my gut. And this is the kind of stuff I talk about here all the time is you really want to get to that space. You want to follow those basic practices, you know, of breathing in the morning to connect to yourself, setting an intention for what you want to feel through the day, having a gratitude practice, all the stuff we go through in the journal that I guide you to do on a daily basis because it lays the foundation for this deep connection to your soul's wisdom. And when you're connected on that level, you just know things. (laughs) And knowing I had to have someone on to talk about that number five for the very first episode was just like, Could it be the second week? No, it had to be the first week. The episode drops. Obviously, it was recorded much earlier. And then lo and behold, we have what happened in the state with people going crazy at the Capitol and really felt like to many people a huge disruption, which I know there was an even bigger disruption in the UK earlier in the week with having a major shutdown happen suddenly. And I know that there's things happening all over the world that I'm just not aware of. So we're all experiencing these sort of blow up energies. And, you know, when we start to experience change, and to me, the, the what happened at the Capitol was really, I, I didn't experience it the way a lot of people experienced it. To me, it felt like a, a temper tantrum, like a toddler's temper tantrum right before they fall asleep. When my kids were little and they were just fighting sleep, it was coming, it was inevitable. And then they just throw that one last, one last fit. That's what that felt like to me. 
I didn't experience it as stressful as what I saw a lot of my colleagues and my family members experiencing it as. Whatever you experienced as, because I heard from friends in all different countries who were watching it on TV thinking, what has come to this country, right? As if we needed one more thing to prove that we're, we are definitely in a cycle of change. I'm sure you were watching it too, wondering what the heck. And if you were experiencing that or any other change that's going on or any other violent reaction to change that's going on and feeling concerned or stressed or worried, then what I want to share with you today is really going to help. I'm going to talk to you about calling forth your future self. In the receiving school at the end, and I do wait for this till the end because there's really some layering that needs to happen before we can really do this in a really powerful way. I give everyone a a way to a meditation to connect to their future self. And the reason I do that is at the end of receiving school, the question I always get is what's next? You know, now that I understand how to receive and now that I see all these gifts and these amazing things coming into my life, life is starting to get easier. How do I go out into the world and start to really be active, right? Not just be in the mode of receiving, but being in the mode of giving and actioning without getting into imbalance again, right? How do I do that and stay with my receiving energy, balancing my giving or my action energy. And so the process we go through is to set a plan. But the way that we set the plan is to pick a point in the future that someone wants to be at and then reverse engineer that process. So instead of planning forward, you go to a point in the future and plan backwards. Now, that might be something you already do. It might seem really simple. But what's interesting is that most people do not realize when you reverse engineer a plan like that, that just by doing that, just by starting in the future and working backwards, you have called in help from your future self. So it doesn't have to be totally woo-woo. You don't have to go super metaphysical. You don't have to get into a deep meditative state. Simply picking a point in the future and working your way back from it is going to start to engage the energy of your future self. And if you listen to our podcast last week, Julianne talked about the fact that there's many timelines, right? That there's many futures that are possible. You know, there's not one single future, right? There's no just single destiny. There's certain things that you are meant to encounter and certain challenges and people you're meant to engage with on your life path that you've contracted with. And no matter what you do, those are going to happen. But most of your life is really developed in choice and your soul is constantly guiding you to its highest path, right? And so it's just whether we choose to follow it or not. Um, When you pick that point in the future and reverse engineer back, you're choosing that particular timeline. You're choosing the timeline with the future self that has accomplished that goal. And just by doing that, you've called him or her forward into your present day to help you. So that's a really simple, easy technique to use to call your future self forward. Now in the receiving school, this meditation that I give, which we can't do here because it requires a little of the background that comes from receiving school we do go through this process where we jump timelines to connect to that future self and to ask him or her advice. 
or him, her, and they advice. I'm still learning. I'm still doing, I'm still in this learning process um, with, with gender. So I want you to bear with me as I, I learn to speak about pronouns appropriately in, in our current context. That being said, I did want to share with you today something that I think you can really use and work with, whether you've taken receiving school, whether you've done a lot of past work or not. And the technique was taught to me in many different fashions by many different people. So I can't properly attribute it. But what the technique looks like is where you go to a final moment in your life. And and we really don't need your deathbed. And some people encourage you to do this from your deathbed, essentially, or your last days. I don't necessarily encourage you to do that. But you're going to go to this very future part in your life. So how, whatever that looks like, if you're young, it might look like going to, to my age where I'm almost 50, right? Or if you're more like my age, it might look something like going to your 80 year old self or your 90 year old self, right? And so you are going to not focus so much on whether you're getting this right. Did you really connect to your future self? Because this is something that comes up for a lot of people, but you're really going to use your imagination, right? You're really going to use your energy, your creative energy to really connect to this force without questioning whether it's right or wrong. And so you're going to go to this place and I'm just going to walk you through what mine usually looks like, although it started to change a little bit, but I am in my 80s and I'm in this summer house, this summer cottage. It seems like this is where I live all the time, but it, it feels like a summer cottage feel. And it's got a little porch and there's a rocker out there. And I'm in the rocker and I'm not feeble at all. I just enjoy rocking and I've got my beverage there. It seems to be tea every time, but sometimes it's lemonade. And I'm there and I'm just rocking and I'm thinking back over my life. And then I think about the year that I'm, the present day me is currently in. If I was doing this right now, I think about myself as this 85 year old woman and on my porch and it's beautiful out. And I'm in this cottage, by the way, is in this little like wooded area near the water. So I don't know how that works, but in my, in my imagination, that's how it works. And I think back over it, my life. And I go back to 2021, the year I turned 50 and I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking what I would want to tell that version of myself if I could travel back in time. And then I just write that letter from that 85-year-old perspective to my 50-year-old self telling her what I would want her to know. And I don't get caught up in trying to figure out, is this right? I try and stay out of the feeling of my current day self and really just stay almost like an actor in the energy of my 85-year-old self. And I just write out everything I would want her to know. And I just let it flow, like free flow writing. And it's always fascinating what comes through. It's the coolest, coolest exercise. And I actually haven't even done it yet. I don't do it every year. I really only do it when I'm, I feel like I'm on the precipice of some change or in the beginning, I used to do it when I just felt scared for what was happening. I started doing this process back definitely when I was getting my master's in psych. So it was probably a psychology teacher that taught it to me first. At that time, I was considering leaving my banking career and starting out on my own. And then later, 
as I was developing my coaching business and working with various types of spiritual teachers and coaches, and they, you know, prompt this exercise, there was just a lot of unknowns back then. You know, I had at one point my husband lost his job. At another point, my mom was sick and on the verge of probably dying. And eventually she did. So all of those points of unknown, I've used this process. But this year, it feels like, you know, a big year of change for me personally. And I would suspect it, you know, all of us are tapping that in some way, simply because the proverbial rug has been pulled out from all of us, right? And so we all have this opportunity to rebuild from this fresh perspective. Now, when you call forth the energy of your future self, what I find most beautiful and comforting about the process is as I sit there, my 85-year-old self, she doesn't feel stressed about anything. And in the life that I live now, I will I will generally not feel extreme stress about a lot of things the way I did, you know, 12, 15 years ago when I was younger, also when I was making so many massive changes to my life. And I really hadn't mastered making space for magic the way I do or or understanding how much magic would show up. And what was always comforting was she was just, you know, all of it had ended up being okay. It was all okay. I was okay. And I think so often when we're in change, when we're in the energy of change, the reason it's uncomfortable for us, the reason we resist it is because we don't know what comes next, right? The devil we know is sometimes feels better than when we don't. And it's because we're not sure what comes next and we're not sure we're okay in the next part is really what gets our brains getting so worked up. Our amygdala starts firing up in the face of change simply because it's programmed to keep us safe. And the only way it knows how to keep us safe or and safety is an illusion in the world of the amygdala. But the only way that it keeps us safe is to be able to kind of take care of all the details, predict how everything's going to go, and then like button up all the holes in the defense, right? If it doesn't know what's about to happen, it can't protect us, right? But when we stay in that oh, I got to tense up and protect myself from what's coming. We squeeze out all the space for magic and we really want to open up to it. And the fact of the matter is that your future self survives this year and any changes that are coming. I believe this year is going to be an incredible year, but I know that not everyone is feeling that yet. And sometimes it's not the year. Sometimes it's just something's going on, right? your job is unstable, or maybe you feel unstable staying in it, meaning it just, you know, it's, you're not meant for it anymore, or a relationship is unstable, or something's in flux, even something like winning the lottery. You know, there's all those stories out that the lottery can put people into crisis. It doesn't necessarily have to be something bad that's coming. You could get a promotion. You could be expecting a baby, right? Lots of things, beautiful and amazing are, could be coming to cause this change, it's still going to fire up your amygdala, right? It's still going to cause that, oh, what's coming next reaction to fire up. And when that happens, calling forth your future self can really ground you, bring you comfort, and give you really practical advice. Now, if you want to take the exercise I gave you deeper, you can really get into a semi-meditative state and then set it up so that you're speaking 
to your future self. But just staying in the energy of your future self and writing a letter to your current self, you will be calling forth the advice that that future self would have for you right now. Now, if you can't quite picture this, how this works, or you're just having a hard time wrapping your head around it, one of the starting places I encourage people to go just to sort of like feel this muscle is take where you are right now and write a letter to your past self, to your younger self at some point. Think about a point that you had in your life where you maybe could have used some advice from the version of you you are today, right? Well, as you write that letter, and I wouldn't spend a ton of time doing it, but as you write that letter, feel how easy it is to see things from that 10,000 foot perspective that like feel how you really are okay, no matter how much it didn't feel okay back then. See how things worked out in ways you never could have imagined them, right? Feel that confidence in being able to write that letter. Well, your future self has that same confidence. And so you really just want to embody that fully and then write the letter. Now, I hope that that exercise serves you. If you engage it, I would love for you to come and share a story on our Facebook page at the Space for Magic Facebook community. We'll put a link in the show notes to that community if you're not already a part of it. I highly recommend you join. It's absolutely free. We have loads of great conversations. And in fact, I often give mini trainings in the group, just spontaneous trainings based on what's going on in the world. And I'm doing one of those. When this episode airs on Wednesday, I will be offering that training on Thursday, January 14th. Now, whether you catch this before the training starts, don't worry, you can come in. I'm going to leave the replay of that training up. And the training I'm going to be doing is how to do a plan for this year with the help of your future self. So this is something I get into depth on at the end of receiving school. We just did this a couple of weeks. I won't be able to go into the detail I use in the receiving school, but I'm going to do this at a level where anyone can participate. So if you've been sort of dragging your feet on making a plan for this year, or you just don't feel the energy to make a plan, which is perfectly okay, this training might be able to help you because it's going to take an approach that's much lighter. It's going to come from that 10,000 foot level. And it's really going to give you this view on the year that's at a much higher level. It's a lot easier to hold. And I will say, if you know you jumped into this new year and you felt like, oh, I need to be making all these plans. Just remember, January 1st is not significant from a physiological level, a psychological level, somewhat an energetic level at all. Meaning, our bodies, our energy systems, nothing in us really responds to January 1st being a fresh start, except a little bit of our mental energy. Really where we get that fresh start energy is the spring equinox is the biggest one, right? Which in the Northern hemisphere is March 21st, but at minimum on a new moon. So our new moon just happened yesterday on the 12th. If you're just starting to feel the energy of being able to create new this week, that's why, right? And so we can really harness the power of this new moon energy. And that's why I decided to give it on the 14th. And I'd love to be able to share that with you if you'd like to join us. So we'll also put a link direct to that scheduled event in the Facebook group. But I will tell you, you have to join the Space for Magic Facebook group to be able to watch the training. 
And again, you don't have to register for the training. You just need to show up when it's scheduled to go live, which is going to be Thursday, January 14th at 2.30 Eastern, 2.30 p.m. Eastern. And again, if you don't catch it live, you can still find it in the replay section on our Facebook group, Space for Magic. So right now, what I'd love for you to do is just in this moment, we're going to take three breaths and then we're going to call forth our future selves. And I'm going to ask your future self a question. And I want you to just watch what answer just pops into your mind or your heart. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. And right now we are intending for our future self to come forward, for us to be able to connect the loop between where we are right now and the future that is for our highest good and our highest path, for the highest good of all. So future self, tell me, and I want you to hear this, you that's listening, I want you to hear this for yourself. Tell me what I most need to know right now. All right, so write that answer down. Whatever popped into your head, it doesn't matter how silly or weird or off the wall it seemed to be, write it down. Put it somewhere. If you got your Space for Magic journal, write it in your magic tracker for sure. Just play with this for a little while. Have some fun. And your homework, you don't normally get homework from our podcast, but your homework in this episode is to... Write your letter from your future self to you for this year, telling you what you most need to know to navigate this time. All right. Have an amazing week. I wish you so much love. And and if you're listening to this one drops, I hope I see you on the training tomorrow. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. And don't forget, always create space for magic. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.